0: All right, welcome to the first annual, annual Switch Cars podcast. Annual, once a year. Oh, fine, weekly. You want to do it weekly? Yeah, let's go. All right, welcome to the first annual weekly Switch Cars podcast, where our celebrity mashup name, for lack of a better word, is uh, SwitchCast. So that's what we're going to call the podcast, because uh, Cars Pod sounds like a futuristic vehicle from the 1980s. But, 80s
1: was good. 80s yeah. was a great time. I you probably know. don't remember that because you were like a little duckling.
0: I remember a little bit of it. Eh, okay. Maybe pod cars?
1: Eh, we can we, we can work with this. Alright. We well
0: we, I this. think we have to figure it out by like tomorrow because it, people are gonna want to download the episode. We got so we're gonna call hour it switchcast. For a great idea. Okay. Unless anybody has a better name. You can call in with a name for our podcast. But um switchcast is where dave ramsey meets click and clack minus 500 million bucks and government subsidies uh we're going to take your calls live we're going to help you out with your car problems and issues and if you don't call in we're just going to talk about whatever the heck we feel like talking about um my goal on this show is never to be the smartest guy in the room andrew carnegie (laughs) once suggested that his epitaph should read here lies a man who is able to surround himself with men far cleverer than himself. So each week is going to be a different guest, uh, some of whom you may have heard of, but many of whom you haven't. Uh, we're not about the big names here. Uh, we're going to bring in the unknown and uh, unsung heroes and experts of the car industry, the guys that you haven't necessarily heard of, but the guys whose advice you really want and need. Um, they have more to share than the guys with tattoos and publicists. Hmm. Um, Vin wiki, uh, very popular channel. Uh, Sabo, you've been on that. I've been on it. Yeah, twice. That started with a whole bunch of nobodies. Um, and it proved the fact that, uh, people, uh, car guys have stories to tell that we have shenanigans we've been involved in. And, uh, we want to kind of follow in that wake of having, uh, people that, uh, you might not have heard of, but, uh, they got stories to share. So, um, <clears throat> Yeah, so call in. Uh, My guest tonight is... The number is not 911. No, I'm sorry. The number, if you'd like to call in, is 216-294-4124. Ethan is our call screener today. He's going to be talking to uh, as many of you as call in, and we'll try to get to... Uh, as many calls as we can, and we've got some uh, preloaded questions thanks to uh, Instagram that we'll we'll work through as well. Uh, so my guest tonight is John Sabo. Um, I've known him for probably 17 years. Yeah, maybe um, it feels like
1: forever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've never done a cannonball with him because he has to stop to pee too often. Damn and straight, get small bladder. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, but we've done tons of other shenanigans in cars. We've been Backwards on a highway together, sideways on a racetrack, <laughs> a couple wheels in the grass. Uh, he has run a detail shop, a yeah. performance shop. Back in the day when S two thousands were all the rage, you were supercharging S two thousands, putting body kits on them. No, 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 no. Oh come on! Oh come
1: on, man! No body kits. Fine,
0: spoon uh, hard tops. Spoon engines. Spoon engines. Yeah. All with, right.
1: You know. You
0: know what, what was it?
1: What was that? Oh shit. Motec system exhausts. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. All right. Get the
1: reference? I didn't do that. Street racing? Yes. Yes. In Mexico. In Mexico, uh...
0: of course. Um, So you've done that, and you uh, transitioned from that into uh, essentially car consulting. So you've worked with us at Switch Cars in some capacity uh, over the last 16 years. I've been there Guardian Angel. Guardian Angel. And... um, John was a natural first pick for the show because I think I learned everything I know about cars uh, post 22 years of age from him. <laughs> I wouldn't be where I am without him and he wouldn't be where he is without me. I think that's safe to say.
1: Yeah, we'll, we'll roll with that. It's, we'll it's a good relationship. Yeah, it's, We've had a lot of fun.
0: Right. So call in. Um, ask myself or John your questions. Johnny is a... All-around car guy, smart guy, uh, Porsche, classic Porsche, and Corvette expert. Is that fair? That's your best area of expertise? I
1: fake it the best I can.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, you'll be learning a lot from Sabo. Um,
1: We'll go with Sabo from here on out. Right.
0: Sabo. Um, Unless you want to know about Porsche GT cars, cannonballing, or dad jokes, and then you're going to be attending the Doug Tabbitt School of Higher Learning. So, um, with that, we're just going to uh, start going into the questions. Can I shameless plug something real quick, Doug? Can you say, yeah. All right. Say whatever you want. This T-Bird here, okay? Okay.
1: This car is beautiful. It's been, never been detailed. Well, I'm going to say never, but not recently, maybe in the last 15 years.
0: It does start. What T-Bird are we talking about?
1: 64 T-Bird that you posted on Instagram. Okay that we are going to auction off during this
0: During podcast. this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it closes at 8.45, right? So we started the auction this morning. Um, if you're not familiar with it, head over to my Instagram page. It's just Switch Cars, easy enough. And we have a 64 T-Bird that was given to Sabo as payment for services. Fair enough. I don't want to know what type of services. No, you um, don't.
1: Absolutely, absolutely we're not. We're
0: going to say they were automotive services.
1: Yeah, that's that's fair. Okay. That's fair. Well right. it's it's not as bad as it looks in the pictures, but it's not as good as it looks in the pictures. <laughs> so drink up, no two fingers. Let's go full three fingers are your favorite spirit tonight. And uh yeah, come on. Let, All right. Let's make this work. So
0: so the bidding right now is at sixteen hundred bucks. Is it gonna sell tonight? I plan on this selling tonight. I mean, I, I have faith in your viewership. All right. I mean, We're going to see. All four people. We're going to see. So we have about 40 minutes. Um, the high bidder is Garage Kept Classics on Instagram. They are at 1600 bucks. If you want to pay more than that for a running, sort of driving 1964 T-Bird that has lots of metal. Yeah. 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 Mostly metal.
1: It did have a redone interior,
0: um, did have. a while
1: ago, by so, rodents or. Hey 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 hey! Don't be talking down on my car.
0: I'm just wondering who redid it because.
1: No, it it was redone, but then it sat for a while. But this is like ran when parked. You know the old stop, drop, and roll. Little stop, drop, and roll on this thing. You could have, you could win any car show. Uh,
0: so usually I hear stop, drop, and roll in the context of something's on fire. So you. Are you saying that the car is liable to catch on fire, or a good fire would do it? Little education
1: coming here. Stop. Means you put brakes on it. Yeah. Roll means you put your favorite set of wheels on it. What's drop? Air suspension? Yeah, drop is your suspension of choice.
0: Okay. Stop, drop, and roll.
1: Okay. Worn out
0: shocks work good for dropping
2: too. I
1: mean, if you have coil springs, you got a torch, bring it down. (laughs) All right. So it needs a little love, but it runs. No, it's, yeah. it's actually it's actually it won't disappoint you if if, if you're this thing
0: right so again if you would like to talk to us have your automotive questions answered the call-in number is 216-294-4124 uh, our call screener is ethan huffenagel he's waiting to take your call and we're going to start uh, start going on with um, some of the questions we got lined up here so uh, I'm going to fire them out there, and Sabo, you do your best, and... That's all I do. When, when you fail, I'll, I'll yeah. come in for you.
1: Okay, let's go.
0: All right. Why is the S2K the greatest car ever?
1: Well, because it made me a lot of money back in the day, <laughs> and I owned like eight of them. I mean, it went from... I was a realistic car guy back in the day. Like I wasn't like, oh, I'm 20 years old, and I want a Pagani. Like an S two thousand was a reasonable, you know, car to reach for, and I actually got one in my mid twenties, and I made a little name for myself, and I probably had about six to seven of those things in my shop at all times, and actually, that's probably how I actually met Doug.
0: It is for sure because so, I had a, one of my first, I guess, my first real sports car because an SHO is a real sports car. My first real sports car was an 05 S2000. It was. I met you through the S2000 club.
1: Right. Which, I mean, has been really good to me because everybody's evolved into something else. All my friends from there. Like, I had a lot of buddies that I, lifetime buddies that I made from that club. And they became whatever car guy they are after that. But the S2000 was a really strong club back in the day.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yep. Hey,
1: Boris, if you're listening... (laughs) S two thousand.
0: <laughs> so that one was from Michael Calbo, uh good photographer friend of Missed ours. That guy. Missed that guy a lot. Yeah, I... where is he now?
1: He's overseas. Philippines. I think. Something so. like that. Okay. Yeah, he's he's doing great things over there.
0: And I think he's coming back to the States soon, so I look forward cool. to seeing him. All right. Next question. Uh that's not a good one. I, I really like this question. Uh I guess because it had nothing to do with value per se. Um, but just general appreciation for cars. And it made me think, and I'm not sure I have a good answer, so I want to know your answer. What Porsche will eventually be as highly regarded as the Mercedes 300 SL?
1: I mean, I think that's already done. I mean, that's 73 RS. I mean, eventually is a tough word. I mean, you're talking something that's not appreciated right now. But a 73 RS
0: isn't iconic to... Yeah, it is. Hold on, to most people. If you take it to a Conqueror event, you have 10,000 people coming through, 200 of them are going to know what it is, and the other 9,800 people are going to say, okay, it's a 911. You can say that about any 911, though. Exactly. Right. That's but, my point. Well,
1: I mean, you're asking... Any 911 can't
0: be that iconic, because a 300 SL going is a once-in-a-lifetime car. So is a 73 RS. But it's still a 911. Have you driven one? Uh, Clone? Have you driven one? No.
1: All right. Then, yeah, it is. That's the car. I mean, value-wise, I mean, mean, you could pick up a 73RS for a cool sub-million dollar price point depending on the spec, but, I mean, Gullwing is a car that has been iconic. I mean, it's a
0: Gullwing. I mean, there's right. nothing more you can really. say Well, it like has that. it has styling? It I mean, you has can go seventy four. It has czar. racing history. Like there's there's yeah. so much, and, and it's a once. Like I said, it's a once in a lifetime car. I mean,
1: it's a good question. I mean, I, I there's no knock on the question. It's just trying to figure out like what you know. You're talking something like modern, that might become a classic later, or something from the same generation. Yeah, I mean, it's you're talking something modern that might be. I mean, any GT3 car. I mean, Doug will tell you how many you know. I've owned GT3s, and, I mean, it, there's really no substitute for
0: that. But what about, like, a 550 Spyder or an RSK or something like that? Well, I mean, that?
1: That, that already has that, though. I mean, to that, to that group of people that follow Porsche, I mean, a 550 Spyder has been, I mean, that's been hallowed for a really long time. I mean, you know, James Dean, you know, sadly put that car on the map due to his, you know, death. But I mean, that car is.
0: But it has a lot of racing history behind it.
1: Oh, absolutely does. I mean, a lot of famous race car drivers have put their butts in those seats. But I mean, that car doesn't really. I mean, that car's already got its due. You know, that car. I mean, a 550 Spyder, value wise, depending on what your 300 SL Gullwing is, is already worth more than that. So sure. That's a tough. Uh, you know, that's a tough one. That's a tough uh, call there. Gotcha. But, I mean, if you're talking about something that hasn't already
0: appreciated,
1: I mean, I don't, me Doug, I don't know if we don't, I want we don't to talk like about to, we don't, value. We don't though. like to already right. play those games.
0: Right, but I'm not necessarily talking about value. I'm just talking about general, uh, well, I have to use the, the word appreciation, but not in terms of dollars and cents, but sure, um, in terms of historical significance.
1: There's so many 9-11s that are just going to be special throughout the ages, But, you know, a gullwing is a car that I don't think I really want to go in its footsteps. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing, I mean, back then, I mean, that is a car of cars. Right. Still
0: is. Still is.
1: Even the Roadster. Even the
0: Roadster. Which Corvette is best Corvette? The Corvette you own. My Corvette is best Corvette.
1: Yeah, the Corvette that's in your garage is the best Corvette.
0: Best Porsche driving experience that you've ever had Oof. there's so many dude i mean there's so many i feel like this is a quick a quick hit answer you know it off the top of your head
1: i mean i've got the drive a nine uh 904 you know a 910 um, i've sat in a 917 i mean classic porsche experiences are probably the best but i mean if you're talking about modern i mean don't tell Doug, but I did 197 miles an hour somewhere north of Mexico <laughs> in one of my cars. Nah, I'm not gonna say it was your car, but I mean I did it, and it was in the desert somewhere. And I mean, there's, there's, there's. I've been driving Porsches for a while, and I'm not trying to get, you know, hoity-toity on that. But I have a lot of really, really, really good. I mean, going to the Smoky Mountains in any Porsche is about as good as you can get. Because you actually get to get to really intimate drive it pretty hard and enjoy really good people in cars. Yeah. I mean, we took Boxer Spider, we took GT4, we took a GT3. I mean, our multiple trips to the Smoky Mountains are I mean, I really wouldn't put many car experiences above that.
0: So it's not just about the car, it's about what you get to do with the Absolutely. car. Absolutely. I mean, because you'd rather drive a base Cayman on good roads. On a good day with fun people, where you can ring it out, then drive a nine seventeen across a parking lot.
1: Camaraderie everything. I mean, you have a couple of good buddies, good, good buddies on a back road. I mean, just the other day, I did some back road driving in my nine nine three, and I mean, it just, you know, just got back and there was
0: no speed limits really broken. We had. I mean, that, that's that's a good thing though because that, I think a lot of times we elevate the super cars, or the super rare cars, to this super high standard to, to which the average car guy can't get. If you wanna win, so if you want to win like,
1: cars and coffee, I mean, get the most expensive car you can. Right, but we think
0: up. that like we can't have a good experience in a car because we only have a boxer, we only have a base 911 or whatever, and it's not right. true, it's what you do with it. If you, I mean, the way I talk
1: to people about, if you were on your favorite back road, Nobody's going to see you. Nobody's ever known you've been there. What car would you want to take of your own that is in your budget? Mm. I mean, there's no like I have unlimited, you know, of money. You know, you want something that, you know, I can, in my bank account, my ability of purchasing, I could buy and go have just the most epic time by myself. You can't brag about it. You can't take a picture for Instagram. You can't do anything. It's just a pure driving moment what do you what do you do i mean for me like an old air-cooled car on some back country roads it's just it's tough to beat sure classic cars i mean you you don't have to work them i mean you get a you get a mclaren senna you gotta do 150 miles an hour to even start to flex it
0: right one more question then we're gonna go to uh uh, our caller um callers we have 20 in the queue
1: whoa uh, we, have 20, yeah. we have 20 listeners
0: all right this is a good one there are new sports cars oh man this is a tough one I think is it tough
1: to read or is it no tough no
0: question? no it's this is a this is a this is a good question all right we're gonna go to a caller first and then we gotta we gotta unpack that next question because that's a good one all see. right Tim is asking about the future of electric cars I don't know if I like this question but uh we're we're that's gonna okay. we're I'm, gonna I'm prepared, try it out I'm prepared for that one all right, good. Hi, it- hi, Tim. You are on. Are you there?
3: Oh, uh, yes, I am.
0: Um, With us
3: all being petrol heads, what's your take on the electric car craze?
0: What is our take on the electric mm-hmm. car craze? What do you mean by the craze? I don't think there is uh, a no craze. Yet, buddy.
3: Probably how in the next thirty years, how so many car companies are getting switched over to all electric and pretty much ditching all the gas.
0: Sir, are you a vegan? Is this a trick question? We like internal combustion engines here. And I think the only reason electric cars are a thing is because the government has subsidized it and pushed that technology and made people feel like they're being green because there's nothing dirty coming out of their tailpipe. But, you know, the the, the supply chain... Dirty
1: coming out of your tailpipe?
0: (laughs) Yeah, the supply chain for the electric cars does not you know it offsets any tailpipe emissions savings I, I i read a stat the other day that i mean obviously this is future
1: forecasting but they say eight percent of cars by 2030 will be
0: an ev eight percent of cars on the road or eight percent of new car sales they didn't I mean come on this is this is like I think it's 8% of new cars. 8%, sales, which, of new, is, which is a huge
1: yeah, number. Well, I mean, I think it's got to be eight, percent it's, it's got to be 8% of new cars. Right. Because I mean, it's but that but that gives me hope for at least the next 20 years. Cuz 8% of new cars it means you can't get rid of gas stations.
0: Right. Right. And I like how you said that gives you hope for internal combustion because a lot of people would say The fact that that many cars are going to be electric gives them hope for the future of our planet and our children and the ice caps and all sorts of things like that. But um, we don't subscribe to that here, or at least I don't. Maybe we'll have some guests on that are a little more green than I am. you've driven an electric car, right? I mean, we've had some fun. I mean, I'll admit— I've never had any fun in an electric car. I've driven them, but— I mean, as you know, the thrust
1: factor of an electric car is pretty intense. But once you do it once or twice— the party tricks over, right? Right? I mean, I I don't I don't hate electric cars. I'm not going to say I'll never own one, but I mean, it won't be my, you know, a seven car collection. I got one plug in hybrid in the garage. I, I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, if I got to run and get, man, if I'm gonna run and get something, I'm taking
0: something fun. Sure, but but I mean, well, it, the, the noise is a big component to it. You can drive the, the, you can
1: drive an electric car like an asshole and nobody knows.
0: You might not even know. I think that's a problem with it. All right. Um, I don't want to go down this road because I just don't like electric cars. But um, I love this question. This Thank from, you, caller. This is from Dick Kurtz. <laughs> there, I'm. Yeah, you're reading it. I, I'm listening to it. That is his uh, – oh, I'm sorry. Richie Kurtz. Richie Kurtz. <laughs> it's a legitimate account. There are new sports cars that fall into a similar price range as a Porsche 996 for the people that don't know internal model codes that is a 99 to 2005 Porsche 911 often seen as kind of the bastard child of Porsche 911s first water cooled car for now. whatever for anyway now. For now. i said often yes yeah. on paper these other cars are actually more athletic than the 996 how do you make the decision if you
1: like the sound of a flat 6 at howl i mean you got to go porsche and 99 you know 996 is you know i've heard all the complaints through the years and in the last six months i've heard people start to warm up to them oh they're not that bad oh wait a minute that's actually a pretty good car you know it's they are a good they are a good car but you know you're talking about like new you know toyota 86 you're talking mazda you know corvette c5 c6 well you said they said new cars though that's not a new car
0: Okay, fine. I mean, you're, right. I'm answering the question here. <sighs> fine. It, that's uh, okay. I feel like that is a bad word in the question, right? Because you could say there are new cars that have better performance. I was it's talking friggin about Toyota Camera V6. A- like, yeah. if, if you compare any old car performance-wise to a new car, it's going to suck. A Ferrari 308 is a perfect example of that. You can go rent any friggin' Econo box that will outperform a Ferrari 308. So let's let's rephrase his question to say there are sports cars that fall into a similar price range. Okay. In right. I like that. How I do like you make that. that decision?
1: Well, I mean, you got, you know, if you want the Porsche badge in front of you, a 996 is the easiest way to accomplish that. I mean, boxers 996 is right now, sub 40 grand. You can get a lot of car, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. You agree? Sure. Yeah. I mean, if you want to live the Porsche life, join the Porsche club, show up to an event, do a rally, do a event, do a track day. Buy a nine twenty four. No, don't do
0: that. No, but you can get one for like six grand.
1: Not even more. Not even more you can't. It's a transaxle car. It's 50-50 weight distribution, bro. Hey, I'm not. I'm not hating on nine twenty fours at all. I'm just saying, no. <laughs> all
0: right. So I look
1: at that question, and the only I, people that like nine twenty fours are the people that own them. Oh man, you could say the Am same thing
0: about boxers and nine nine sixes.
1: No, I can't. Y- you could. Are you guys bidding on this T bird? By the way, I'm just letting you know. I really like this bid to go up a little bit. I more. Haven't, I haven't checked yet. All right, but are don't, you going to sell
2: man.
0: it for sixteen hundred? Let's just let's 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 see. have some faith in the okay. viewers. go on to uh, go on to my Instagram. Bid on the 1964 T bird. Call into our show two one six two nine four four one two four um it, th- one quick follow-up on that 996 question so i th- there's a two-fold answer for it for me so the 996 is a really good car sort of it is so no. if you have, have a good example it's a fantastic car to drive if you have a bad example it kind of sucks let's talk about the one we just sold my buddy
1: kenny right right I no mean, let's not it's no. too specific no 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 it's I'm not i'm talking va- okay. no let's not <clears throat> because no. it's perfect He's never owned a Porsche before. He wants to own a Porsche. He has virgin eyes to he has no you know, and again, very smart individual, you know, but I mean he's he's new to the car community and he wanted a Porsche experience. I mean, he's not he's not swayed by the internet views of what the headlights look like or whatnot. But I mean it's a good example.
0: Okay, but if you're not if you're not chasing the porsche badge how do you make that decision because you can look at a well, corvette an, z06 an and go what's an ego thing it's 10 grand that's, cheaper I and mean, it's way better buy performing."
1: A, buy a c5 c6 corvette i mean it's a really tough car to beat
0: i mean you own one but but yeah you're right it's an ego thing because a lot of guys i can't tell you how many people i've said you should get a honda s2000 you should get a corvette oh but i want a porsche okay but a corvette's a better car holy crap i'm gonna tick off all the porsche guys
1: i'm not old right i don't wear new yeah 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 stereotype
0: of corvette just just uh, to answer that question how do you make the decision you have to decide on your own you have to decide what you want if you want a porsche 996 is a good car if you're chasing bang for the buck you buy a friggin corvette viper whatever will get you the most most you got 40
1: grand let me let me give you a little piece of advice buy a c5 corvette the cleanest one you can lower it on the bolts or if you actually have the you know the budget put a set of coilovers on it and put a cam and head package on it you'll be way under 40 grand and you will pretty much dominate most things right I mean, speaking
0: of corvettes yeah we have dan from cleveland calling he has a electrical question about his 1980 corvette
1: <laughs>
0: this it's might... pretty
1: simple car so bring it on yeah
0: I, I think it's whether and how to how to make the cigarette lighter work so he can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you following this stereotype, Doug? Are you following this stereotype?
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. All right, go ahead. Dan, Hi, Dan. what's your electrical question about a nineteen eighty Corvette? Black well, is negative, my... red's Hold positive. On. Let him talk.
4: It's it's not my car, it's my boss's car. I don't remember if it's eighty or eighty one. But he's, he's kind of getting this thing back and running again. He bought it for not too much money, and he's enjoying working on it. But he had a problem with the charging system. It wasn't charging the battery. And he was going all kinds of crazy trying to figure it out. And what he had done was he had put in uh, an LED for the charging indicator light. And by doing enough research, he found out that you can't do that. And uh, this, he had to put in an incandescent bulb at? back in. So I'm an electrical engineer, and I couldn't totally understand why a system would require you to have an—you uh, know—I mean, it requires enough current draw, but why would you have your charge light not work if the if you know if the bulb burns out? I don't know. It's kind of, I mean it wouldn't charge at all if the bulb was burned out. All right, where's the bulb? That's where's this my, bulb at? It's in the dash. It's okay. just the indicator for the, for the charge oh, that, it, that, you, that, you're, that you're not charging. You know, right. it comes on when you're, when you're not you're right, charging.
0: Right, 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 the low-voltage light. Yeah, okay. yeah,
4: so it was
1: LED. So the he converted LED. LED?
4: What's that? He converted it to LED? Yeah, well, he did. He tried that. He put in an LED, and then, it, it, you know, the light was always on, like it was charging all the time. <laughs> and it wasn't charging. He knew it wasn't charging either. You know, he could tell it wasn't actually even charging. Not until he put an incandescent bulb back in did it start charging and everything was working fine again. I
0: mean, you're an engineer. The only thing I know is LED bulbs have less uh, less resistance. So yeah, that can affect well, it. they don't
4: draw enough they don't they don't draw enough current. They're, I guess some people have put resistors in Yeah, they're in invisible there too, to help and draw resistors more current. in, right.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. But so is, is the question from, should he buy a better car?
4: No, I was curious about why would they even have a thing like that where if your little incandescent bulb for your charge light burns out, your battery stops charging when it's running. It just completely stops until you replace your your bulb, and you don't know that there's a problem because the bulb is burned out. seemed like a weird design to me.
0: Well, there's a lot about 80s Corvettes that was a weird design.
4: (laughs) So you're telling me the
1: alternator is triggered by a bulb in your dashboard. Yeah, exactly.
4: Because it completes uh, the, the uh, circuit. It's like a transistor that a transistor won't turn on, or the you know the regulator doesn't First of work all,
1: right until you have. All right, I'm gonna stop you real quick. First of all, <laughs> why are you putting LED in a C3 Corvette?
3: I well, mean, let's just—I didn't do it. No, I'm just—I'm just
1: saying, like you know, let's keep vintage, vintage to a certain point. I mean, it's let's let's not complicate the the scenario. I mean, I'm a big C3 Corvette fan. I grew up with one in the garage. You know, it's it was my hero. To everybody else it was a zero. But I mean, they're just they have a lot of style, a lot of flair. They don't get enough love, especially in the later generation, but the later years of the C three. But I mean it's I don't know. I mean put a normal put a normal incandescent bulb on in that thing and then, you know, let it charge.
4: Well, yeah, that's that's where that's
0: where it's at or or sell it and buy, I just, I buy, buy a better well, car. i was
4: curious if if uh if you know if you'd ever even heard of that situation i've
1: never heard of that actually that's that's very interesting wow. to me actually i mean i i'm glad you called in that's that's yeah that's interesting i mean we have i mean i have a i have a, a nine nine three nine eleven that every light in the car has been converted to l e d and yes, there has been a little work to make that work headlights taillights, brake lights corner lights dashboard lights.
0: Yeah, you get the corner lights yeah. flashing frantically.
1: No, they don't they, they just sometimes. You know, the, the you know, the whole car, you know, it just doesn't work if you don't program the car right or put yeah. the right resistor in it. So I mean, yeah, that's I mean, that's classic car issues 101. You know, if you want to make a classic car modern and tell that guy to put an LS motor in his uh 80 Corvette, and he'll love it.
0: There you go. <laughs> All right, Dan, thank you for your call. Uh, we're gonna go from Travis from Indianapolis. Right. He wants to talk about uh, proper <laughs> cannonball documentation prep. We're not going to discuss the other issue that he's calling in about just yet. Hi, Travis. Thank you for the uh, license plates.
3: Hey, uh, hey, Doug, a uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> uh, Travis,
0: You're Travis. a liar because you called into our test show. Okay, DJ.
3: Oh, I'm sorry about
0: that. You? Um, first, uh, you off, have a uh, great uh, voice. For radio, has anyone ever told you that?
3: Yeah, and a horrible face for television. Yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, well, I was getting to that. The, he stole my um, joke.
3: Has anybody wished Ed Bullion a happy birthday? Shh, yet? I uh, said no,
1: dude. What are you ah, doing? We're man? talking about Cannonball. Yes, yes, actually, we have, but we'll make it
0: official later. Yeah, yeah. we're talking about okay, Cannonball. Uh, what, what do you okay, want to talk so, about? You have a question for yeah, us? Yeah,
3: with with uh, with Cannonball Run, uh, could you for for listeners that don't know, go through? the proper documentation you would do um, as you left the Red Ball Garage, mm-hmm. uh, if there are just one or two things, uh, what would you do to make sure that people knew that you had actually completed uh, or, or just left at the time in which you said you did I,
0: I know way too much about this, so I'm going to defer right. to Sabo. I'm going to first start with uh, updating your will. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, you know, it's you again, joke, but I— no, it just, I, that, I know you called me, and I was I in your will. did that. You called me, to like, if if something happens to me, I'm like, what, I get everything? And you're like, yeah, kind of. you got to fight Aaron for it, but, you know, it's, it's all good.
3: Make sure Mark Spence doesn't get everything. So, right. Um, Mark
1: Spence would blow uh, in the so, casino. Uh, so are,
3: <laughs> so are, are you just going to lob on that one because everybody knows the proper documentation? No, he's I'm not lobbying. I mean,
0: I think it depends. If If you're planning on setting a record and you yep. want... I guess, notoriety from it and all that, then I I don't know. I mean, there's no standard. There's no officiating body. Um, I think Alex Roy kind of set the standard of just having so much. I got lots of evidence uh, that nobody can question you. And to everybody that looks different, Uh, Ed Bolian had a ton of evidence. He had third-party GPS tracking, and Alex called him out and said, I think you faked the run. You know, Alex made up a fake run. I mean, Ooh. I feel like as as much as you have, it's never going to be enough for some people. I mean, there's people that think 9-11 was a scam and the Twin Towers are still there or whatever. Like I, I think you just have to have a mountain of evidence in order that you can satisfy anybody that would ask but again if you don't care and you know you did it then just do it for yourself and who cares
3: I agree. go and then uh, following back up on the corvette fellow that was prior before me the 1969 dodge charger is also the same uh, the alternator charging system goes through the dash through the gauge and then back to the battery which is the worst thing ever invented um, so I'm glad I'm not the only one that's had to fought, fight that my lifetime. Um, last but not least, always I, I
0: have a question best. about the 69 Charger. Okay, if, go ahead. If you remove the racist flag from the roof, does the car run better?
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, um, it's you can watch the Cosby show at this point on any television network, but you can't watch the Dukes. Ooh, Matthew, fair, so. enough. Oh. fair enough,
1: fair enough, fair enough. I've driven Bill Cosby's 930 uh, slant Nose turbo, so...
0: And and we're did, getting yeah, into politics. I, I, I didn't here. get
1: racist. I didn't know. I'm just saying. I I did not. I did not.
3: We're,
0: all right. The last last uh, last thing, Travis. you were going down. Yeah.
3: Huh? No. I'm uh, wishing you the best and still making sure your drum set works there off your uh, right.
0: Oh, oh don't. Man, that's oh right. man. Travis. are you right. Really encouraging, Travis. Us? Actually, we we have a we do have a question here from Gymnasium. <laughs> um, what <laughs> big happens? Big fan of him. Yeah. What happens when a semi truck go? What uh, What happens when a semi truck goes out with two couples that are on a date? I have
3: no idea. Oh, here it comes here. It He's comes.
0: a fifth wheel.
1: <laughs> ba boom! Hey, Travis.
3: Oh, big fan. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> hey, Travis. Um, I miss you. Just so you
3: know. Yeah. Okay. Um, what's uh? If you, I don't know, I mean, there's all kinds of jokes we can go this way. But, Doug, I, I appreciate uh, you allowing me back on your show again. And, and please reach out to that license plate company for sponsorship. I hear they're all over it. I bought, I I bought all well, of them. Well, so no, I, I, I think the,
0: the Travis Yard 400 or whatever it is um, yeah. needs to sponsor it. That's it's a big yeah, deal. It's
3: coming up. Hoping, hoping you enter a, a vehicle, uh, as I say one too many times.
0: You know, a great fly, sponsorship I like. deal would be for you to supply a, a cart for me.
3: I, I got you covered because people <laughs> say I say vehicle crazy. Maybe I grew up on Roscoe P. Coltrane one too many times. But, yeah, uh, me too. But looking for you to enter a cart in the Backyard 400.
0: Backyard 400, uh, thank you. All right.
3: And uh, that'll be coming up next April. Uh, I am
0: not up on my NASCAR wordplay.
3: It's right. um, not about any racing wordplay. Obviously, I'm a big fan. Uh, I didn't the... Make a right. the Sure. Yeah, I, I, there's turn, there's there's eleven or there's twelve turns on our track. Uh, I man, I and, and and if you don't know that Doug Tabbit does currently hold the record of, uh, of fifty six twenty. That's because he weighs. Hold on, like on, I have a question Forty though.
0: pounds. Is there proper documentation?
3: And there is, and uh, oh, I, okay, I exceed, then it counts. And and when we have video of it too, as you oh. uh, turn the lap and beat all your friends that day. Uh, what a great evening that was with mini Ram and, uh, looking forward to you to return back to the, uh, to the track, to the speedway.
0: Great. Well, thank you, Travis. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Looking forward to the race in the spring.
3: Have a great evening. Thank you, fellas.
0: See ya. All right. Um, I like this. Oh, uh, we have to uh, call out our sponsors. I almost forgot. There's people that, that make this show happen. Um, so uh, one of our sponsors is BoxCast, and they are a – got a problem?
1: Yeah, kind of.
0: Whoops. Got an alcohol problem over there. BoxCast is a live streaming company based in Cleveland, Ohio, and they serve broadcasters and viewers in more than 200 – con countries. Their founders launched BoxCast back in 2013 with one purpose, to make people part of the experience. Since then, they've helped thousands of people connect with their communities and reach those who can't attend events in person, which is becoming quite a a big deal now.
1: Yeah, COVID.
0: Their vision is to be the best live streaming company for organizations, always evolving and pursuing better ways to amaze their customers. Good adjectives. They pride themselves on their company values of integrity, collaboration, judgment, achievement, and innovation. Uh, Boxcast is actually supplying the live stream here. So if you like what you see, we give the credit to Boxcast. If you don't. Blame our producer or our Wi-Fi signal or your Wi-Fi signal or anything except BoxCast because they're awesome. Uh, For a free trial and maybe a discounted rate, you can head to switchcars.com slash BoxCast. Um, And then we also have a sponsor, uh, SwitchCars. Yep. Go figure. Yeah, do it. So the Switch Cars question of the day, and this person wins a t shirt. T shirt you can also buy on shopswitchcars.com. You can get the flat in the curve. Shameless there. plug. Oh, shameless. Keep your woman, but Switch Cars. <sighs> That's a popular
1: one. Is it? And then we is have, it really? Yeah,
0: yeah. It, okay. it really is. We've sold a lot of those. We have the V neck. My favorite. My favorite V-neck right there. Switch Cars. If you're a gt fan. Classy. Classy. And. Uh, The crew neck as well so
1: what size is that doug uh
0: extra medium so so you are not bill on instagram wins he gets to take his pick of, of what shirt he wants so i i love this question i hate it at the same time because it's about value appreciation and a question of future value um and i feel like that's everything that's wrong with the current car market because people are only concerned about dollars and cents not about what's a good car but we can't ignore the phenomenon of collector vehicle price swings and i like this question because it's one i've asked you yeah, like a hundred times every time i've had a c4 zr1 i ask you this question why have c4 Buy corvette zr1 prices not increased as dramatically as other unique performance cars stereotypes boom Okay. I
1: mean, that is, if if you've never driven a C4 ZR1, do it. And you're going to find out that a 25, I mean, again, I know there's been some comps lately of low mileage collector cars that are a little higher. They're finally getting their due. But, like, you can get a mild ZR1, which was like king of the hill, no pun intended, because that's what every magazine called it back in the early 90s. It made Porsche step up their game. It made Ferrari step up their game. It made Lotus step up their game. It made everyone on their toes. The car averaged like 186 for 24.
0: 188.
1: Was it 188? Mm-hmm. What, what do you think so. Are you stuck in the Back to the Future a little bit there? No. Okay, whatever. Let's just say 180. Whatever, for 24 well, hours. Yeah, for 24 hours, that car... That's kicked, a heck of a cannonball in a circle. Yeah, well, big circle. But, I mean... Okay, I mean, this podcast. All six people listening, go buy six thousand. Is it six thousand people listening? I don't know. Just, Just I'm, 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 yeah, what Think big. Four, yeah. But I mean, that is a electric car that's in most people's reach. That deserves its due. Buy it now, or forever hold your peace.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good answer. I'm just going to leave it there. So that was our Switch Cars question of the day. Again, uh, that guy wins a free T-shirt. If you would like to buy a T-shirt, go to shopswitchcars.com, and you can use the discount code SWITCHCAST to get 10% off your entire order, whether you order one shirt or 100. Please yeah. order 100.
1: Next, people that uh, follow hashtag Johnny Sabo on IG will get a free T-shirt also from Bulletproof Performance. So please... Uh, Follow, I will watch
0: this, and you'll get a t-shirt. Just, yeah. Actually, okay. Just de- uh, DM me an address, I'll send it to you. We're going to go to Kent from a shady there, part bro. of Tennessee. There must be a lot of trees there, and he has a gas station question. <laughs> and, I don't know. Well, Use not the, the CBD. Don't left? buy the CBD. Hi, Kent. You are live on air with John and Doug. Oh, my gosh.
2: Wow. I've tried to call in for a lot of shows, so it's pretty cool. That,
0: uh, we were the only reliant. one you could get through to? <laughs> Tennessee. I have,
2: uh, I've already annoyed all the radio stations in my town, so I, <laughs> this is pretty special. Are you that um, guy? Are
0: you on a blacklist, sir? <laughs> I, I have a mute button here that means you can't call back for like 30 days or minutes really? or something. Do yeah. really? Oh,
2: yeah.
1: Oh, my gosh. Thank God <laughs> I'm not calling in.
0: I I can make a caller, too. Is
2: that phone number specific or... Or,
0: yeah. this, this phone number is specific, so, man, if, if right. you screw up. All right, what's your question?
2: All right, so I have a question, and my son Ethan's sitting here, and he has a side question that's quick. But okay. my question is, between the two of you all, I want to know the shadiest, weirdest gas station story Oof. between maybe a weird gas station or people oh there God, and something weird happened. Awesome. I'm sure there's a weird one. So yeah. I would love to hear that.
0: Uh, I I don't know of any off the top no, of my I got, head, so I... Got I, I got good. one. Savo, go for All it. All right,
1: so this spring, me and Doug are rolling back from Smokey's GT.
0: Apparently, I do have one. Okay. I didn't even know it. You didn't get out of the car. Okay.
1: So, of course, small bladder, got to take a leak, is what it is. I walk in this gas station. This is just fresh on my mind because it just happened, like, probably, what, five months ago. I go in there. There's the gas station attendant... I don't even look anybody in the eye. I just beeline for the bathroom.
2: Right.
1: And I look up. There's a biggest worn out condom dispenser I've ever seen. And I'm like, okay, I'm feeling a little weird. I'm hearing the ding, 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 ding. You know, little uh, background noise. I, I right. finish my business. It's a deliverance <laughs> soundtrack, yeah. in case yeah. anybody didn't go to wash my hands. Yeah. There's no towels. I'm like, shit. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, poop. <laughs> there's no leap. T- yeah, there's no there's no towels. There's no nothing. There's soap though. I'm really happy about that. I mean, it might have worked for a lubricant for somebody, whatever's going on here. But I go out there. There's two. I I have to get you know me and Doug some water for the way back. Maybe some chips. Maybe something salty, so I don't have to pee every hour and fifteen minutes. And <laughs> He knows because it's true, right? Yeah, it's true. So there's these two women there, and the gas station attendant just looks me in the eye, and he's kind of like, kind of like t- tilts his head towards the women. I'm like, I really don't know what you're trying to tell me here, but no. <laughs> um, can I please have my water, Gatorade, and chips, and can I move along? And they just keep looking at me, going, you know, would you like to stick around for a couple minutes? And I'm like. I got to get back, into we show up in a red Porsche. So I mean, that's not good in this po-dung town right. that we had to get fuel in. So, without going into any more detail, that's pretty shady. Yeah, that's pretty I, shady. I think we can all connect the dots there. Yeah, I'm not going to so. go too much deeper in details, but yeah, I, I, I did. Nobody did anything wrong. We actually, I, we don't want you. I offered deeper. them a college scholarship,
2: and <laughs> <laughs> they politely declined. It was probably time to go.
0: Yeah, no no nursing students there. Ethan, what's your question?
2: Do you have any Porsches or Ferraris?
0: We do. We're actually looking to our left here at a 2014 Ferrari California. Um, And John Sabo drove a Porsche Cayman GT4 uh, here to the show. I did. So, yes, and we have many more. But, yeah, those are... uh, yeah, we got lots of Porsches and Ferraris. We like Ethan, em. what is your
1: favorite Porsche and or Ferrari? Uh, 2019 GT3 RS and four Ferrari and F430
2: Challenge.
1: You have great oh. taste, sir. You have That was great very taste. specific
0: and an awesome answer. Yeah.
1: Let's send, for her. L- let's send him a T-shirt.
2: Yeah. Let's send him yeah. a T-shirt. All right,
0: I think he's extra medium. Shmedium. Shmedium. Yeah. <laughs> he,
2: like his daddy. Yeah. Guys, thank you for answering our questions. Sure. Thanks, Absolutely. Ken.
0: Thank you, Ethan. Yeah. Right.
2: Have a good night.
0: You too. All right. All right. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I think we can do uh, one or two more questions here. I'd go all night. Uh, we're not going to go there. Okay. What car should an enthusiast who is just starting to drive get with the only requirements? Being that it needs to be good enough in snow, I don't know what "good enough" means, but it means it needs doesn't want to die in the snow. All right, I, mean, I don't know where this I'll guy lives. That. I think that's a very
1: let's just let's just figure Cleveland, Ohio, because it's it's a wonderful, you know, we right we we, we get we get, moderate we get, winters. Yeah, no, it's a little deeper than that, but it's okay. <laughs> Whatever, Maine boy. Yeah, exactly.
0: I grew up in Maine. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. Okay. So wicked. Uh, Enthusiast who's just starting to drive Get with the only requiring uh, I know my answer Okay Go first Porsche 911 996 Those are good enough in snow They're actually really good Because I prefer rear wheel drive There's a common myth That front wheel drive Or all wheel drive Is better in snow But it's called all wheel drive Not all wheel stop Or all wheel turn So The most important thing Is The contact patches Your tires and front-wheel drive, actually, you get that annoying torque steer because when you're accelerating, the weight transfers to the rear and actually takes it off of the drive wheels. So in a snowy situation, a front-wheel drive, if you're trying to go anywhere, is terrible. Whereas a rear-wheel drive car, you're transferring the weight to the drive wheels and you have better traction. It's just people don't want to like know how to drive anymore and they don't want to have to correct a slide or whatever. But a 911 has the weight over the drive wheels already. You, there's tons of snow tire applications for it, and they're fun as crap. So if you're an enthusiast and you want a car that's good in snow, I don't think I've ever had more fun in the winter than a 911 with snow tires. Yeah, but your 911 has been all-wheel drive. Fine, but I would have preferred. It wasn't by choice. I would have preferred a C2. Yeah, but, I mean, it wasn't a bad choice. Fine, get an all-wheel drive 911. I didn't say you couldn't get all-wheel drive. I'm just saying. C4. How about a C4 Make Corvette? Make your mom
1: happy. Make your mom
0: happy fine yeah i mean
1: no, that, that's like, my oh, answer right. not knowing safe. the budget i would yeah. go with a
0: portion 911
1: okay well, i mean giving a budget i'm going to assume we're talking sub 20 grand
0: okay okay it's a bad 996 okay nobody, I'm still there
1: nobody wants to buy a bad 996
0: for a winter driver sure
1: the guy that needs to buy a $20,000 Porsche
0: i want to buy a bad 996 i want to buy the one that yeah but you got budget for car to track
1: well, that's a really bad you already one have, oh, no, you don't. Oh, no. okay all right hold, so what's on. Your hold on hold on hold let, on let's, let's what's let, your answer hold oh, no no I'm gonna play therapist here all right come on doug all right your show your answer twenty grand you you are let's say college graduate job making sub forty grand a year have five grand to put down right? and this car has to get you to work every day
0: so no audis
1: <laughs>
0: or innies but oh my gosh well, hold no, on
1: no. but ah boom but let's just say like okay this is what you're doing like okay sub 20 grand you're not you're not loaded you need a car to get you to work every day and it's it's going to be your enthusiast car slash daily driver Twenty grand or under, including tax, including, like, California of 48%
0: tax. Uh, honestly, I'm going to answer with one I've already decided because I had it. I'd probably go with a Subaru Legacy GT. Love like that. Like a Love mid-2000s. When I,
1: when, I, when I had surgery on my ankle, I drove yours for, what, three months? Yeah. Love that car.
0: It's really well balanced. The all-wheel drive system isn't terribly front biased like so many of them are sure and i mean the cars are made i'm gonna say they're made in new england no no
1: it's it's great that's their i swear you go to
0: maine and that's where the subaru but if you're gonna
1: give me this i mean i hate to say it because i hate the motor but i'd say like subaru brz or yeah sure frs or toyota 86 you know name your poison but i mean
2: or
0: ooh subaru 2.5 rs yeah but yeah, good. yeah, okay. Sure. If you can find one. Okay, fine now, but I, you asked me the question. No, it's When good, I was twenty two, those cars were five grand. Twenty two B? Nobody cares. You want yeah, twenty two yeah, B? Long, yeah, twenty two B. Yeah, i love will cost you three hundred grand. Yeah. Uh huh. Sure. Okay. All right. So um anyway, we are going to actually uh <clears throat> we're gonna try to make a little phone call here and uh yeah, maybe. We're going to try. Johnny, can you vamp or should I just play music? You want to vamp? What does that mean? You don't know what vamping is? No, I don't. It must not be Whoa. a musician or a a, television show host or anything.
1: Is that, is that going to come? Oh, hey. Good
0: evening. Good evening. <laughs> we have somebody on the line. We need everybody in there to come out here. Yeah, we need all you. We need you to come out here. People. Is there an in-studio audience for your show? There is an in-studio audience that may possibly be larger than the out-studio audience. (laughs) It's true. It's true. It's true. But hey, the first Wiki video didn't go gangbusters either. That's exactly right. So uh, we didn't plan this, but our inaugural uh, show, uh, well, we did plan it, but we didn't plan it to coincide. Our inaugural show happens to be on my friend Ed Bolian's birthday. So, to fully embarrass him and show how terrible Sabo is as a singer, Dude, the whole d- d- my gift audience, is not to sing. Just so you know, my gift is not The whole studio audience is going to sing to Ed. I'm going to move the mic away from me so we can sing. Try to keep it to, like, less than three different keys. you can. So, one, two, three, four, five. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you, to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Charles. Because that's his real name. Ed. Happy
1: birthday to you. Aw, you guys are too kind. How did the podcast go? I think it went well. What, you're not listening, bro?
0: No. It's he... been a busy day. Oh, uh, that's right. Did, that's you, right. Uh, did you go see the Bond movie? Not just yet. On your way? Yep, we'll do it tonight. Excellent. Well, enjoy that. Enjoy your birthday. Thank you for indulging us. And uh, we'll have to have you on the show sometime if we can afford it. (laughs) Looking forward to it. Y'all have a great (laughs) night. Congrats on the first episode. Thank you, sir. Bye. Bye. All right. So we need to check the auction on the T-Bird since our episode is wrapping up here to a close. um, And see where we're at. Have we had any more bids? Oh, my goodness. Hey, Boris, oh, man up, dude. Oh, Boris, we do. We're at 1700 and it's not from somebody in this room. Are you going to sell it for 1700 You said no reserve
1: on the auction. You kind of put it No, it didn't. Spot. I said
0: no reserve on a, a different post that was no, unrelated. look it up. Uh, it's not on this post. There's no rules. I I mean, there's a lot of rules. You have to minimum bid increment of right, $100, gonna, and you have we're to reply. Pull,
1: bring a trailer action <clears throat> every two minutes. Somebody, and This uh, was
0: 24 minutes ago. What well, bid? <laughs> it's gonna be a really long day if we're gonna reset the clock to All half an hour. All I time, bro.
1: All I got's time.
0: Okay, well, seventeen hundred bucks. Are you, are you selling this T bird? We're not done yet, are we? Uh, it's it's eight fifty six. What time will we finish? Nine.
1: What do you mean it's? Oh come on, dude.
0: Dude, it's been so fun. It has been fun. It yeah. has been fun. You know, I, got, if, the if you're, I got the title. I got the title right hold on. here two G two g's sells it come on let's go two gs sells it okay that's we have our answer we're up to seventeen hundred we're three hundred bucks apart i thought we were gonna sell it tonight z the z- and i'm not gonna lie i'm gonna sell it <laughs> or, but let's,
1: let's hold go on, hold let's on let's
0: go two g's let's go two g's come on z- the z- that dudes if you're watching up your bid uh Luxus racing uh there's a few other bidders anyway we're very close. We're very close. So we're gonna do. We're gonna do the outro here, and we're gonna see if we get any more bids. But I think we sold a car on our first podcast. Yeah. Thanks, Doug. You're welcome. Yeah. So,
1: all four bidders, all four viewers. Twenty bidders 20? on that. Oh man.
0: Anyway, there oh, could oh, have been twenty. Someone came through. What? A oh, Bailey? Oh. Really? <laughs> All right. So, uh, again, thank you for watching. Um, you can download the audio version of the podcast anywhere you get podcasts. Um, there's links to our website, to our merchandise site, and to our sponsors in the description for the video. I think our producer's running out here. Is this cut off automatically at an hour, or can we just keep no, going? I'll, I'll end it. He'll end it. Look so at So that this. means this we got amazing. like another 30 minutes. Yeah, we're we're going to vamp. Don't touch it. Anyway, so we have at a a suggestion. I'm going to try this. We're we're doing um, props and flops tonight. Um, And this is not really car-related, but I'm going to make it because I'm in the car business. So our our bank, the, the flop of the week is Huntington Bank. Our nice small bank got bought out by Huntington, and they sent us this much legal paperwork, and here's your new fees and all that. And the transition itself has been an absolute disaster. Um, I didn't Hashtag have access. Score. I didn't have access to online banking. Uh, we still don't have treasury management, so we can't send wires. It's an important thing to do when you're buying cars. Um, we can't link our merchant account uh, to our bank account, so if we get credit card transactions, we can't deposit them. Um, I don't know what else. There's a lot we can't do, and it was supposed to be a seamless transition. You'd think a bank like that could get it figured out. So Huntington, screw you. You're going to lose. Hey,
1: Doug, let's do four thumbs down.
0: Four thumbs down? Ready? Flops. The prop of the week actually goes to the teller at the Macedonia Huntington branch because when I was trying to get through to Huntington to figure out my account number and log on to my online banking so I could do something with my own money the wait was over an hour and i called every branch around looking for a business banker and this lady who shall remain nameless because i don't remember her name called the 800 number sat on hold for over an hour on my behalf and then called me back and patched me in so whoever you are you get props for the week and also, would you like a job? Because that's the best customer service I think I've, I've ever had. Um, it's not going to keep me at Huntington because um, they suck, but um, that was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, I think that is it. I'm going to try to be awesome here and uh, do some, some outro music. Um, fade it in. And, Ooh. Um, yeah.
1: Darker than a shadow?
0: So, this is the first episode of hopefully many SwitchCast. Um, Thanks to our audience, both in-person and virtual. Thank you to my co-host, John Sabo, for his friendship over the years and his advice tonight. Our sponsors, GT Vault, BoxCast, Switch Cars, and Stephen Holm Woodworking, as well as... Sabo's company, Bulletproof Performance. Yo. Yes. Uh, Thank you to our producer and call screener, Ethan Huffenagel, who some of you got to talk to today. Huffenagel, that's fun to say. I I don't know if you got this from his voice, but his beard and his hair is just amazing. Um, He has a good face for radio. We don't. I mean, no, vice versa. If you watch this on YouTube, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm sorry. We should have had Ethan come in and patched our voices in, but... Um, Like I said, this episode will be available soon in whatever format you listen to your podcast. So please subscribe on our YouTube channel. Check back in weekly every Wednesday at 8 p.m. We'll be live to answer your questions. Thank you for watching.